Hey, well, welcome to the Shantae Golson Show, where every entrepreneur as well as C-level executive want to learn how to overcome burnout and stress. We have some, a special guest today, and I want to share some information about our special guest. So we have Miss uh, Chris Ward. Now, not only is she an author of Win the Hour, Win the Day, uh, she's a marketing entrepreneur. Now, the authority that she has built around her business and her team helps her to uh, thrive in this particular area, especially adding her story and her philosophy. Now, she helps entrepreneurs easily double their income and triple their time off. So we got to hear about that, don't we? After the loss of her husband, Chris returned full time to work and began strategizing as a marketer. And she was thrilled to see that her business had not only survived in her absence, but was thriving. And so now she has a completely total change view and landscape for entrepreneurs by sharing successful practices that uh, allowed her absent to be realistic when she was going through her challenging time. Now, not only that, she's been interviewed by one of the original Shark Tanks, Kevin Harrington, uh, the ABC's secret millionaire. Um, and she also has been featured on award-winning podcasts, radio, and television shows throughout America. So turn off the radio, turn off the TV, get ready to pay attention. If you are driving, stay focused ahead because we're going to provide you some meaty and juicy information today. Welcome, Chris. We're so glad you're here today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Shantae. Thank you. Absolutely. So we can't wait to dive in to this juicy and meaty information that you are stating that you have for us, especially as busy uh, executives and busy uh, entrepreneurs. We try our best to stay balanced and to stay focused, but sometimes our scale just tips and it stays there. So you have a podcast called Win the Hour, Win the Day, and you stay uh, focus, what topics do you mainly focus on there? Well, on the podcast, it's general business. It's what to get you to your next win now. You know, just something that you go like, ah, oh, all right. That, yeah, that's something I could do today. So that's just to keep the needle moving. But okay. the philosophy and the platform of Win the Hour, Win the Day is really about that I believe your business should support your life and not consume it. Mm -hmm. And I, I absolutely agree with that 1,000% uh, because if not, guess what? We'll go into that cycle of burnout. We'll go into that cycle of stress and become immune to stress. And that's a real thing. People say, how in the world do you not know that you're stressed? There are multiple millions of people who are walking around with stress. So with that being stated, share with me, what do you think the biggest mistake is when it comes to productivity? Well, for productivity, I would tell you the biggest mistake is that people don't use what I call their time bank account. Okay. Mm -hmm. So your time bank account is your calendar. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people do things all day long and they don't put them on their calendar. So I'm not talking about labor intensive and writing all these things down, but I'm talking about planning out your day. So often we use that calendar for outside appointments, but we don't put our work on it. 
So what happens is people often dive into their workday and they might think that they have eight hours, but in fact, maybe they have four because they're not counting the time they need for emails or team meetings or whatever they're doing that does eat away at the day, but they're not counting that as work. So that would be like saying, you know what, my car payment comes out every month, but I know it comes out every month, so I don't count it. The money's still gone. So you yeah. do this stuff every day on your, in your work, and you think, oh, but I know I have to do it. I don't have to put it on my calendar. Well, it's not a memory board. It's a planning. It's your time bank account. So mm -hmm. that's the first biggest and most painful mistakes people make as far as productivity goes. Okay. All right. And so what are some of the best tools to use for this particular purpose? Well, really, the simplest tool in the whole world is just using the calendar and don't make it more complicated than it is. And what happens so often in this day and age of technology, and I've been there, oh my gosh, where you're promised some sophisticated, you know, project management thing that will tie into your calendar and you'll just put a widget in and the work will kind of do itself and spit out the other end. What once you invest a significant amount of money and just spend a couple months learning how to use it, you'll be fine. Yeah. But the reality is, it's simple math. Here's your eight to ten hours. Here's the work you have to do. Subtract, put it in there. So just and for us, when we talk about when the hour, when the day, it literally is hour by hour. Because okay. what happens is, I used to start work years ago. Oh my gosh, with my mighty to do list in my hand, Monday morning, thinking I could take on the world. There was so much I could accomplish. Mm -hmm. And what would happen is I wouldn't know by two o'clock in the afternoon if how far off the beaten path, how derailed I was. Mm -hmm. You just try to go faster and faster. I know I deem myself a recovering Russiaholic because nothing was mapped. I was just trying to outrace the clock at all times, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. then when I started using the calendar, I was like, well, no wonder I was stressed. No wonder I was tired. You can't fit 15 units of you know work into eight units. It doesn't go, right? Yeah. So just keeping a simple calendar, mm -hmm. like don't overthink it. Just using a simple calendar will really enlighten you to, you know, you cannot improve what you don't measure. So you'll really learn a lot by using the calendar. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the other biggest mistakes? One of the mistakes is not using a calendar. Another mistake is what other mistakes in this area do you contribute entrepreneurs and uh, leaders experiencing? Well, there's a number of them. And uh, for sure, I would talk about using a to-do list. I think a to-do list is a really effective tool if mm -hmm. you're looking to add stress and adrenaline to your day. Um, because to-do lists do not talk about increments of time. They're not in sequential order. You know, they just, it's like having a bunch of nuts and bolts left over on the floor when you build a desk. They just don't go anywhere, right? And people think, oh my gosh, Chris, how could I work without a to-do list? Well, if you don't have an action plan in place, then that to-do list is just scraps and leftovers, right? So okay. it's kind of like anything you're going to do, you should be able to segment and put into an action plan that I call working backwards, right? Okay. So let's say, for example, when I wrote my book, it I figured out that I want I needed to get it to the editor by June. So years before that, what I would have done is I would have been like, oh, okay, you know what, Monday I'm going to work on the book and then I'd be a little tired or I get distracted or I'd be busy. And you know what, tomorrow I'm going to be like, oh, it's going to be so much better. I'm going to refresh. I'm really going to crank it out tomorrow. But what happened was I worked backwards and I figured out for the book to be to the editors by June, I had to do five pages a day, Monday to Friday. Now, sometimes I didn't feel like I had five pages in me. And, but what would happen is I would look at the cold, hard numbers and I go, well, if I don't have five pages in me today, I will not have 10 pages in me tomorrow. Yes. So that really kept me, <laughs> that kept me clear, focused and sober. Like, oh, you best get on this, right? 
but if it was just like on my list, okay, every day I'm going to try to work on my book. It, it, it just, you know, you wouldn't know, oh, you wouldn't know when you're six weeks off or six months off. And, and that's why everybody, you know, they say everyone has a book in them, but it just never gets mm -hmm. out. So it's really working backwards would be another tactic I would tell you. Okay. So say for instance, I am a uh, CEO of a, um, uh, a corporation that my drive time is 10 hours a week. My office time is, is nearly about 10 hours a day. I have a couple of staff that I have to manage. I have to make sure they're doing what they need to do. Um, I don't like to delegate a lot uh, because you might as well do it yourself because they never do it right. Um, I have vendors and I have other things that I can't get to. So how would you help that avatar? How, how would you help that particular person within your philosophy? How do they? Well, outside my philosophy, first thing you want to do is get some medication because you are inches away from just having a heart attack and burning yourself out. <laughs> like, so your health is deteriorating. Therefore, your output is deteriorating. You know, it's just, everything is just going to be a hot mess, and you probably already know that by now. So uh, what I would say to you is a couple of things. First of all, we work really hard on creating what I call your win team, your what is next team, so that you can get to what is next, what is next, what is next. Okay. And that is the most, I think, the biggest area of weakness that people struggle with is creating an effective win team. Because as you described it, as most people describe it to me, like I'm really busy doing my work, and then I have to manage the team. But if that's set up correctly, the team manages you. And that's how when we deal with our 90-day coaching clients, you know, that's how it's set up. When you do this effectively, you hire, you onboard, you put a system in place. We call them toolkits. But what a system to me stands for, you know, is really, uh, it's really about money, efficiency, and time, right? Mm -hmm. So what what you do is you set these things up so that they support you, they move you forward. And too often, they're doing exactly what you're saying. Now they're at a stoplight, they're checking their emails, they're doing all this stuff. And so they really just, it's almost like, take a glass of water. If you can visualize a glass of water and say, okay, you know what, maybe I could water a little bit of a plant with that, or maybe I could dip into a cloth and clean the counter, or have a sip of water, maybe not in that order. But you could do all these things with the water. But if you spill the glass over the counter, you know what, you can't do anything with it, right? Mm -hmm. So that person you're describing, oh, sadly, that is probably eight out of 10 entrepreneurs or CEOs. And they're just trying to keep it together, run around frantically. So what I would say to you is the infrastructure, which I call the fallout from a really good creating your win team is not in play. So what you've got is you've got people that you're delegating pieces to and trying to piece them all together. And that's really, you know, that's a lot of output, but not a lot of outcome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, with that particular person not liking to delegate because they're afraid that people will mess it up yet. They don't have time to get that off of their plate. Then it goes nowhere. So perfection equals procrastination. So how do you help um, an individual who feels as though that business or life revolves around their energy source or their output how do you help them to realize how much, how much of everything they're doing prohibits output? Because no, yeah, 
what are you talking about? I'm, I'm working every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. I've been there. And you know what the sad thing is? This sounds ridiculous, but I remember having a conversation with my mother one day going, who knew I'd have to unlearn that working so hard is not the badge of honor? Like, who knew? Like, you know, your parents raise you and do this and do that. And that I would have to one day learn that this is not something that I should be excited and proud of how hard I work. That is not my self-worth, that it does not improve my outcome. It doesn't do anything, right? So I also talk about treating yourself like a business athlete. You know, if you look at anyone that does something at a high performance level, especially athletes where we tend to all watch them in some form or another on TV, there's a real amount of boundaries and care that go into their lifestyle, to their training, to everything they do, to their team. And it's really focused on, you know, their efficiency and, okay, do this and turn here and, you know, how much money are we going to spend on a bike so that it drops a few, I don't know, mil, I don't even, not even pounds, pounds is not the right word, right? So that it gets more and more efficient, your equipment. And so what I want entrepreneurs to understand is, and listen, I could tell you horror stories. Like when your husband sits you down and specifically asks you not to burn the house down, you know you have a problem because I used to be like, oh, I'll answer one more email after I put something in the oven, right? And then I'd set a timer and then I'd hear the timer, but I'll just finish this. I know the timer went off. And, right. you know, a few small kitchen fires later and you get this friendly conversation, <laughs> please don't burn the house down. And in the book, it opens where I almost electrocuted myself because I was in such a rush. So listen, I get it. I've been there. And it was astounding to me when I turned it around and, and started really, you know, the science showed me and I was working with the most successful people and I was studying them. And, and then when I was like, wow, you know, you should start work refreshed and leave fresh. And, and your productivity mm -hmm. is astounding. And if you look at anything in, the, in, in reference to history and mankind as far as accomplishments or science goes, they were all done at times the rest or play, right from Newton and the apple. Like you, your brain works differently when you have rest and play because they're, it's just open and there's clarity and you're far more creative. But mm -hmm. when you're rushing and hustling through that day and just running like, you know, hurdling a marathon, like just to, uh, next hurdle, next hurdle, what time is it? Go, go, go. It's, it's just totally reactive, right? So I get the lifestyle you're speaking of. I totally get it. And yeah. it really is so hard uh, to make people understand that when you turn it around, and when you are doing less work, but in a more clear and purposeful fashion, you are going to yield results like you've never seen before. Mm -hmm. And the sad thing is you've never done it because no one's shown you, right? And, and, you, and that word delegate, I struggle with that because I want to come up with a new word and I'm working on that because delegate means like I'll take it from my hands and make a lateral move and give it to you. And I have it in my ego that I'll do a better job. But what I would argue is, you're doing that whole thing wrong if you're not the dumbest person in the room. So when I'm surrounded by my team, delegate, oh my gosh, they're watching out for me. They're teaching me new things. They're grabbing things like, because they're in their zone of genius right. and they're doing their areas of expertise and saying, like when we did our last launch for the outsourcing playbook for busy entrepreneurs, I got, I got banned from Facebook. I got this warning. It's like four hours, you know, you're whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I said to my team, listen, there won't be any more posts today. I don't know what I did wrong. I just got a suspension from Facebook for four hours, whatever. Move on. We got other things to do. And then my, my you know, one of my personal on my team sent me a thing and they, they did this research. They sent me this link and they go, I think this is what you did wrong. 
stop doing this and we'll be good. Well, I didn't ask her to do that, but that was in her right. area. I just thought, okay, we got to move on. We got to deal with other stuff. And she was right. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even ask that question. Mm -hmm. But she had my back and she, mm -hmm. that's her area and she took it upon herself. So delegating is a lateral move. But mm -hmm. we know you can't be good. You cannot be great at 10, 25 things. You just can't. Right. So, right. and you didn't start your, your career or your company to be trapped in the admin work of what you do because there's always pre and post work no matter what you do. There's pre, right. If you're a brain surgeon, there's pre and post work. Yeah. So now you're getting caught up in that and you're not doing the actual work that started this journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the burnout really comes when you're working on and in your particular business. And the example that you utilized is your staff took it a step further and was initiated something. That's what I always kind of share with individuals that you have to hire people in the areas that number one, you're a weekend and number two, that can take you to the next step because they also have something in them that connects with what you have that will help you to grow. So that's a great, that's a great point. She took the initiative. And so hoping that this, she would be the person that continues to take initiative and she can, you know, help you to go further and, you know, uh, take it to the next level that you desire. So let, so help us to understand more about what you do exactly for busy people and how can busy people contact you or learn more about you so first of all tell reach out to me and tell me you heard me on this phenomenal podcast and we'll be instant friends okay <laughs> so that's step number one and say listen that's Shantae she rocks it I heard you there she's amazing and that's step one so what we really do is we are all about creating your win team, your what is next team. And there's a couple of points of entry on that. So you can do the outsourcing playbook for busy entrepreneurs. It's info product. We're having another launch in a couple of weeks. Check, get on the waiting list. It's uh, www.comingsoonfromchris.com. And you'll get some spectacular stuff being on the early bird list. It's amazing. People keep telling me the price is way too low. That's fine. And then we have coaching clients, uh, individual and group coaching. And what happens is it's not also that we are in this absolutely magical time in history where we can have resources globally we never had before that are phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It's not just that, but when you do make those hires and you get people on board, I do work with people that say, oh my gosh, Chris, I did hire people. I do have a team. I've got two people. I've got three people. And then I'm replacing them every eight months or I have, like you said, I have to manage them. I have to do all that stuff. Well, what I would tell you is you know, the part where you get them on board, the training and the culture you're creating, teaching them how to take risks and also what we call a toolkit. Fulfilling that toolkit is really a byproduct of a good hire is then we spell out the toolkits that everyone needs to do their job. So not just that you get somebody that you can hand work to so that you're doing there, but you want them to become more and more efficient in their job so they can do more and more in less time and they may outgrow their job and somebody else will get it with junior pay or whatever. You also want if they're sick or if they move on that you're like, in our last launch, after about seven and a half years, my assistant moved on for a couple reasons. It was just timing with her husband and blah, blah, blah. And she, after seven and a half years, imagine how the world has changed in seven and a half years, never mind my, my job, my company. Well, we had a new person in within a week and she was up to 80% capacity. We love her. She was phenomenal. It, it was really just a hiccup. It was nothing. 
where I have literally had people reach out to me in tears because they did hire someone. Now that person's left after a year and a half and they don't even know where to begin. So what happened is they didn't have an infrastructure or the toolkits in place. And that's where people get scared. Like, oh, I have to hoard it all myself, do it all myself because I have to keep control of it. And that's just, I mean, that's just ridiculous. You'll never be able to sell that company. But also sometimes as you know, you can't imagine selling your company because it seems so far off. But when you have these toolkits in play, you can then sell how you do what you do. You know, if you're whatever, let's say you're a podcaster and you're like, okay, well, here's how my team processes a podcast every week. I'll sell you this template for $17. Like there's pieces you can constantly sell when you have toolkits in play. So that's what happens is too many people don't have the infrastructure of the backbone of the company. They just have some hires and they either like them or don't. Right. Um, and then that starts to create some problems. So you're saying that the toolkit that you have in your business allows yeah, yeah. the new assistant to pick up and go on where she needed to, to go. And you found that, I imagine, because she already had experience, plus knowing what you expected, she was able to collaborate those two and put her own spin on it. Yeah, she definitely had experience. So the toolkit mm -hmm. isn't training, but it is sequential of this is how we do it and this is why we do it. And here's all these little steps. And sometimes there's so many little steps to something that, you know, you don't even, you just wouldn't remember. Oh, that's what happens. Like I hired a new person and you're like, oh, then all of a sudden they start asking you questions and you're like, oh yeah, that password works here, but not on Tuesdays and not if you do that. And then all of a sudden the tail is wagging the dog and you're like, oh, they're taking up so much time. I should be over here and they're interrupting me. It's because you don't have an infrastructure. You don't have toolkits at play that can just let them soar through it easily. Right. And that's the biggest mistakes that small business and, and often really CEOs make as well. I mean, it's just phenomenal, especially where we can outsource now. And, and, and if you're in a situation where you have in-house in-house staff, I'm not talking about getting rid of them. I have in-house staff, but the outsourcing allows me to be able to afford that in-house staff to give them raises and, and just have, because, you know, even five, six, seven years ago, if you wanted to hire someone, let's say I needed a video editor for some of my videos for my social right. media. Like, uh -huh. okay, well, I only need them, let's say, three hours a week, some weeks. Oh, okay, well, no one, who's going to, who around the area is going to come here for three hours a week? That's going to cost more than gas. Okay, well, then I guess I have to up it to maybe 10 hours a week, so I'll give them something else to do that I don't really need done, that they're not really good at. Okay, now I need to buy a okay. desk and a computer, and there's all this stuff, and it gets diluted, whereas, you know, my first outsourcer, like, I'd say about 10 years ago, what happened was, as a marketing strategist, I was going to meetings. And I would sit there and they're very custom. Every company has different desires, needs, and I would be making notes. And I would go back to the office, hand to God, promise I would put it right in the computer right away. And I'd get busy and distracted. And then, you know, they'd call, you know, that week or the next week and they'd start asking me questions about it. Now, I got the opportunity to be one of two people. One, they could sense that I was stressed and trying to grab my notes that were only meant for 20 minutes and now a week later I'm trying to put this together. Yeah. Or I'd make a mistake. And now it looks like I'm trying to swindle them on price when no, I'm just ill prepared. Um, and so the first person I hired was a transcriptionist. So I would leave the meetings and then I would be sitting in my phone, uh, sitting in my car, talking in my phone, and I would just give great clarity what I said, the promises I made, quotes, blah, blah, blah. She would put it into the computer online. And that got me all of Friday afternoon back. I was doing it like that Friday or the Friday after when it piled up. Now, mm -hmm. some weeks I needed her for three hours of meetings. Some weeks I needed her for none. 
But because this is all she did, she was so fast, she was so good at it. The weeks I did meet her for a couple hours of meetings, it took, it cost me like $12 because yeah. I would talk for 30 seconds, she would type it in. So you can afford $12 and then that just enhanced your other departments, whether they're in-house or not. But that was her zone of efficiency. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about toolkits, I imagine you're talking about systems. Yes, uh, we call them system toolkits because I think they that's what they are, but they okay. are systems. Okay. So what would be for some entrepreneur who's been in business for a little while now, five years plus, what um would you be able to share with them how to build a toolkit? How do you get started? What do you need to to piece together a toolkit? Oh, it's so much simpler than you than you think. And that's a great question because everyone thinks it's this, oh, well, I need three months to do this or it's labor intensive or I don't have time to do that. So here's what I would say to you. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is you're doing, let's say you're doing something, I don't even know, um, you, whatever. You're, whatever your task at hand is, m most of the time it's going to be on the computer, all right? We live in a copy and paste world. Mm -hmm. So you're like, let's say you're posting something on LinkedIn and you do this every Monday. You're like, I ah, whatever. So then you can use something like Loom. Loom is free and you just hit a little red button and it screen captures what you're doing on your screen. And you could just videotape what you're doing for the three to five to 10 minutes that you're doing it, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you send it to that person. You could say, hey, I want you to do this for me. Follow the video and now write out the steps of what I did and we have a toolkit. So that's a really great question because so many people then think, oh, I'll build all these toolkits by myself and they're not used. They're, they're okay, I hired somebody. I spent three weeks building out these toolkits. I had a, a high-end videographer that dealt with high-end corporate people and he's mm -hmm. like, okay, I did that, Chris. I spent a month building out these toolkits and then I hired somebody that didn't work. Well, because he built out like a hundred step system and then we didn't realize it's step two because he does this all the time. He forgot to mention this and then he forgot to mention that. So you just want to build it in small pieces. It shouldn't be labor intensive. It's just build as you go. We're always tweaking our toolkit. Like we'll look at something and go, oh, like just the other day we realized we were posting something about um, our podcast when they are when the day and it was on Facebook. And what we noticed was the graphic we used, our, our logo and everything. I, I was lucky enough last week to interview Kevin Harrington. He was now mm -hmm. on my show from the Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. And I used the graphic of me and him and our banner when they are when the day. Well, a few days later, I posted a picture of him and me laughing and whatever. And it reached so much more. Like, people love that way more than the boring, polished graphic. Yeah. So we changed in our toolkit. We changed now. When you post on day one, you post with a selfie of me and the guest. We'll leave the banner to later. We just change it. Like, oh, this got better reaction? Then let's start doing that moving forward. So we're always tweaking it so we're at a higher and higher level of efficiency. But too many people are just in a rush state looking at the ceiling, squinting their eyes, saying, okay, I'll remember that for the next time, right? Yeah. And, and then it's not, rep you can't build on that success. You can't transfer to a new hire. You can't, you just can't keep moving for, forward and further. You just don't. You're just really jogging on the spot. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so to me, it sounds like it's clear on how to build a toolkit. You just take what you do and what you already know, you record it, you simplify it in your, your recording. This is step one. This is step two. You give it to a freelancer in which we're going to talk about that in just a split second. And then they um, put it all together in pieces. Now, what do you ask them to them? How do you say put this together? 
how do you say well you know what again don't make it complicated to start off with you could just have it in a google doc that's not a long-term plan but you yeah. can have it in a google doc list now so what i would recommend is a very simple easy to use project management platform we happen to use Basecamp, but okay. you can use anything and the simpler the better you don't want all this complicated heavy stuff that is just hard on the brain you know, I won't list some of them that I think they're a little too, you, you think, oh, well, this is a, the backbone to my business, so I'll pay more and I'll get the more sophisticated program, right? Yeah. No, no, no. It's kind of like old school TV. Just get a TV that turns on, you can change the channel. <laughs> when you get all these buttons and you don't, now you're like, I got a blue screen, I was in the middle of watching a movie, I don't know how to get back, right? So don't overcomplicate it. That's really what happens is you start feeding an engine that you think, oh, this is the answer. If I had more money, if I was one of the big players in the biggest industries, I'd be using this more sophisticated thing. You wouldn't. The most successful people in the whole world run off Google Calendar. So just keep it simple and start spelling it out. Okay. All right. And so when we talk about freelancers and we're getting ready to wrap up, I appreciate all your time that you're providing us today. So when we talk about freelancers, we know there are multiple sites that provide freelancers. Do you have a go-to freelancer site or is that, e do you not even get your free freelancers from the sites? No, I do get them from the sites, but it's kind of like saying, where do you get your clothes or groceries, right? It depends what I need. So there's different sites for different things for sure. Okay. And then different sites have different pluses and minuses, right? Okay. One's better at messaging communication. One, one says, okay, here's a flat rate. It's a little higher for one month, but you can cancel in a month. Another one says, oh, there's no rate at all, but you're going to take 10% off what you pay for them forever. You know, so it depends what you need. And then also each site has different things that they're especially of. This is more of a tech site. This is a VA site. So it's really kind of like, well, I can get my groceries and my clothes at Walmart, but I probably wouldn't wear those pants to a wedding, mm. you know? So sure. that's a bigger question than you than you understand. And again, it's really it, it, it's it's a little bit of that, but it's more about the hiring process, and it's more about than the onboarding and the training, you know, mm -hmm. and the type of people you attract and the mm -hmm. culture you create. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a big compliment we get when we're we often in one of our if you're a coaching client of ours, we hire for you and then show you how we did it so that you get independence and can do the next one or do it later. Okay. And often what will happen with our outsourcers when they see that we have toolkits, when they see stuff, they get excited. They're like, Oh, this is great because too often they're pulled in when somebody's out of control and busy. And then they're like, Oh, the outsourcer will be my last hope. And it's like mm -hmm. the child parenting the parents. Like I can't manage you. I don't know your company and I'm not your boss. So what happens is you get people that really want to work with you too. When they see that you've got your stuff together and you're not going to turn on them because you're out of control. So it's, it's really, really about the whole process and creating your win team. You're what is next okay. okay. So what I'll do is in the description box, I'll put a couple of the freelancer sites there and you can kind of take a look and, and go from there. So Chris, thank you so much for being with us today. We're super excited about taking some of this juicy information and adding it to our collection and following through on that. Um, where can people find you on social media? Where can we find you in terms of uh, connecting with you? Yeah, again, check out www.comingsoonfromchriskrs.com. And of course, on the basics, check me out on Facebook, Chris Ward, K-R-I-S-W-A-R-D. 
um, LinkedIn, you know, and I'm on Instagram as well. But yeah, check me out and tell me that you heard me on this great show. All right. So there you have it, guys. The Shantae Golson Show. And we are with Chris Ward. And she's here to uh, not only feed us some good information, but listen, if you need to go back in and rewind this and look at it again for your benefit, go ahead and do so. Go ahead and tap her on social media so that she can uh she can serve you and help you and she'll be waiting. So mention the Shantae Golson show and you never know what you will get. So yeah, it a great day. We thank Chris for being here. So make it a great day. Everyone be productive, keep your energy, uh, focus on your, your true. How do I want to say your true element, allow everything else to become a toolkit or a system for you. So we'll speak with you next Thursday. Tune in then. Thank you very much and we'll see you later. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.